I want you guys to hear that sound. Wait, let me just stand still. All right, I'm sure you can hear it. It's Tea Thoughts with Mishi. Today we are recording from Cuba. We have a starfish next to us. Something that looks very weird and looks like it possibly bites, but it could be a plant. We have the ocean. We have some shells in my hand. Um, I keep getting afraid because you know that expression, still waters run deep. I'm kind of like, uh, are these still waters running deep? Because I walked kind of far from my resort because I wanted to walk to this place. It looked so cool. So I did that. But I made it. So I think I should be good. And there's some people on a boat. And uh, I'm sure they'd see me if I got attacked by a vicious animal. So hey guys, let's keep up with me. She. Hope you guys are good. I know, I know. I'm late. Um... I know, I'm late. I'm always late. But, um, yeah, I'm here. So, what do we want to talk about today? I think I'm just going to make it an easy episode. I'm just going to talk about Cuba because obviously I'm here. So, let me give you my thoughts. My first thoughts upon visiting a communist country because, you know, you know, I fuck with socialism. Like, you know, so let's not even lie. But, okay, what are my first thoughts? Okay, my first thought, we have to absolutely start with the positive. And the positive is, this is the most beautiful beach I have ever seen in my entire life. Like, oh, it's so beautiful. Okay, I'm going to not count the beaches I went to when I was young, because obviously sometimes memory when you're young is a little bit different. So I'm not going to count those beaches, but... As of right now, this beach is just so beautiful. Like, it's just so beautiful. Like, I just, you guys know I'm a cancer. I'm a water baby. You already know what it is. So water is my, when I'm in water, I'm in my element, right? So this beach is just so fucking beautiful. And I just can't fucking believe how beautiful it is. Um, I'm recording while I walk in the water, which I think is kind of cool. I think that's kind of dope. Um, so it's beautiful. Um, something bit me though. I was, I was trying to get a shell and something bit me. Okay. So we started with the positive, beautiful fucking water. The people seem really friendly. Some of them are not as friendly as they could be, but you know, whatever. Nobody's happy yet. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that thing is an animal. Like, is that an animal? I don't know. I think it's possibly an animal, but I don't know. And listen, the only animals I like are dogs, right? Like, I, I ain't trying to fuck with any other types of animals. It looks like an animal. Like, all right, guys, I will be back, like, with this podcast, because I, 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 I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. And there's, like, a few of them, and I don't want to get stung, because remember what happened with Stingray? Okay. Hey, guys, I'm back. Um... I think it's it's a two-part one because I recorded the first part of the episode on the beach. So this is the second segment. I thought I was late, but I actually looked and I actually posted in May. So I'm actually kind of on time for June. So I'm good. Um, okay, so I'm just doing the highs and lows of Cuba. So I visited a place called Coco. Coco, I think that's how you say it. Probably saying it wrong, but um, 
you know um it was clear cocoa so it's not actually in cuba well it is in cuba but it's an island next to cuba i mean cuba is an island but this is an island next to the island so it was like a little bit more remote and everybody's been asking me if i saw the fancy cars i saw one maybe two fancy cars because well it's it's an island of an island so you know there was mostly nature <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to do like um just a quick like highs and lows, right? So, I'm going to start with the positive. The positive was the beach. I heard that um I'm going to be able to put pictures, so I'm going to see if I can put a picture of the beach as the back as the background for this episode, but the beach was so beautiful, guys. Like, do you know those beaches that you dream about? Like um and you see on postcards, that's literally how this beach looked. Like it looked like a postcard. The water was clear, it was clean, it was warm, which oh like I can sometimes take a cold shower but a warm beach is like literally the most amazing thing in the world. Um I also got to I went solo on this trip but somehow, you know, you know people talk to me, strangers talk to me, so somebody actually spoke to me on the plane. Two people, two girls spoke to me on the plane and what do you know? They were going to the same resort as me and they're like, "Oh my god." And I'm like, "Oh my god." And I was like, "Oh my god." And then we became instantly best friends on the plane. Um, which was nice because I thought I was just going to be solo and kind of like, you know, I'm okay doing stuff by myself, but I was, I've traveled by myself. I travel by myself all the time, but usually I'm going to meet people. So it's a little bit different when you know that you're not going to meet anybody. So, you know, made friends on the plane. So that was nice. Um, what was the, so that was the, another high of, of Cuba. Number one, went to the beach was beautiful. Number two met people that were um fun um i'm not gonna get into everything that happened but um it was fun those were the two those i would say were the two highlights oh and another highlight from a financial perspective i didn't have to spend too much because it was like kind of like an isolated island so it was a little bit like there wasn't too much for me to spend on do you know what i mean so that was nice those are the three highlights now i'm gonna say the things that were lows the things that were lows were mosquitoes. <sighs> you know, I thought there were mosquitoes when I went to Mexico last year, but those mosquitoes were only kind of in the bush when we went to do our activities. These mosquitoes were absolutely everywhere. And the thing that made it worse is they had like a lagoon, right? So in that lagoon, it it's still water, right? So the mosquitoes were even worse. By the beach, the mosquitoes were not that bad. By the standing water, the mosquitoes were bad. Like my whole body is bitten. I don't even. It wasn't even this bad when I went to Mexico. This time it was so bad, like so so bad. I'm still, I'm no longer itchy, but I'm really worried that a lot of I'm gonna have a lot of scars following this trip. So that was really bad. This I would say was a low because um. I'm used to it because I'm from Zimbabwe, so electricity goes, but I definitely didn't think that it would go on vacation on a resort, but electricity went and I was like, oh, it actually went twice in the same night. And I was like, oh, this is definitely giving like third world country. So I was fine with it. Like they still continued serving drinks. So that was fine. And then it turns out only certain sections of the resort had no electricity and some had electricity and i was like this is definitely giving third world because <laughs> you know if you're from zimbabwe you know that some places have electricity at different times and other places don't have electricity um so that was a low 
Another low was, I don't know why, but their phone, like, roaming charges are higher than South Africa. Like, that's kind of wild. So, in South Africa, it's about maybe a dollar a minute to call. In Cuba, it's $3 a minute. So, I had some stuff going on that required me to make international phone calls. <laughs> and, um, I don't have my phone bill yet, but... Yeah, I don't think that um, I'm going to be happy about it. So in connection to that low, well, why were you phoning off your phone, Michelle? Why didn't you use the Wi-Fi? Because there was no Wi-Fi anywhere at the hotel except for in the lobby. Yep. <gasps> I know. Shocker, right? I read it on the... I'll be honest. I read it in the reviews that Wi-Fi only works in the lobby, right? But I thought it was one of those things like Wi-Fi only works in the lobby, but it also works in your room, but it's shitty. So you have to like think that they don't, they're not going to advertise the room Wi-Fi, but they actually meant that Wi-Fi only works in the lobby. So the Wi-Fi only worked in the lobby, which proved to be interesting. Now, if I didn't have to check my work emails, it would have been totally kind of fine, sort of. But if you know me, I love talking. Well, I have a podcast, so. <laughs> but, like, I like communicating. I communicate with my family. I communicate with my friends. Like, I communicate. Like, I like talking on the phone. Like, I like letting people know what's happening. That's my thing. So it was a little bit of a lot. Um, but, you know, that's fine. Um, so those were the highs and those were the lows of Cuba. Um, I saw a really pretty... I'll just stick to that. Those were the highs and those were the lows. I also thought, right, seeing as it was like a solo trip, I would mention things that annoy me in particular at airports, right? Because it's a travel kind of episode, so I'm going to say the things that annoy me at airports. I've traveled, I would say, quite a lot. I think I'd, I think I would say I travel more than the average person. Yeah, I think I would say that. And these are the things that really, really annoy me, right? <sighs> Number one. When the plane lands and you people quickly stand up as if the door is going to open immediately, like, what are you thinking? Like, what's your reasoning behind doing that? Because people will quickly stand up and then they have to stand in line and nothing is happening. And it's like, why did you stand up so quick? Like, it doesn't really make sense. Clapping when the plane lands, I think it's kind of cute. Like, if some people want to clap, they'll clap. Like, my friend, my friend that, like, I met on the plane, she kind of had not traveled on a plane for a long time. Like, I think only once when she was little. So, yes, she was very excited when the plane landed safely. So, she clapped. So, I clapped too. So, you know, that was a cute moment. So, I'm okay with the clapping. I'm not okay with the standing up just as soon as the, like, plane lands because it's like chill the fuck out like just relax right we're all gonna get out the same is true for how people quickly scurry they're like yo we only want old people and children and then everybody scurries to stand in line and it's like it's allocated seating right like this isn't a bus like you're not picking your own seat your seat has already been designated like just chill out so that annoys me and what and what also bothers me about that is well okay you quickly rush to get like stand up right and you end up in the same immigration line as everybody. So it's like, why did you quickly rush? And in this trip in particular, it was so stupid because we had to get a bus that took us to the main airport. So the people quickly rushed off the plane, went into the bus, and then had to wait for the rest of us that was still on the plane. So literally, you, it accomplished nothing. So it just didn't even make sense. And then an extension of that is, even if you're not getting into one of those bus planes or whatever, 
you have to still wait for the baggage handlers to put the baggage on the thing that has the baggage. So you're still going to be waiting. So it just doesn't make sense to me. I think it's just one of those things that if you're a person that quickly stands up, like, can you please tell me like why you do it? Like, what's your reasoning? Because if you are going to miss a connection, then you tell the air stewards or air stewardesses, I don't know what you call them, the people on the plane, you let them know, hey, I have a connection and they will like literally let you out first. So all of the other people, I think they just do it to be like annoying. Whew. Wow, that was a rant. Um, <laughs> um, okay, the second thing that really, really annoys me at the airport is when people stand super, super, super close to the thing that brings the bags. What is it called? The baggage carrier? No, I don't know what it's called. The conveyor belt? Yes that conveyor belt they stand so fucking close that none of us can see our bags and then everybody's kind of trying to like get closer and closer and nobody can see any bags and then the people that are polite enough to stand behind like myself we can't see our bags and nine times out of ten our bags are out first because we check in first in the recommended time these these people that like quickly get off the plane quickly stand in front of the line and then their bags are last because it's karma. Like, then I got to be like to them, excuse me, excuse me, as I take my bag. And they don't move out of the way when you're trying to excuse. And then it's like, yo, if I fall taking my bag off, like, you're going to be to blame. Like, I hope I knock you over. Okay, that was a bit vicious, but you know what I mean? Uh, okay, another thing that annoys me at the airport is... Okay, this doesn't annoy me because I understand that babies will be babies but sometimes when they cry too 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 much and it seems like the parent is not even trying to like settle them because i'm like yo i know a lot about kids there's a few things there's a few tricks in the hat that you could do to settle your baby but sometimes it seems like the parents aren't even trying and it's like yo we want to like as a community yeah we love the baby but like you gotta make some little efforts, you know, you gotta make some movements. You gotta like, you know, do 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 the baby. Like you gotta like do a one two so that we can all see that oh you're trying. Whereas sometimes it's like they're letting the baby cry out. Like a plane is not a pl- time for a baby to cry out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if they're distressed, they can definitely cry, but try to like undistress them, right? But there was a really, really cute baby on the plane, I will say, that did not cry the whole time. This baby was so adorable. He was greeting people, waving at people. Oh, this baby was so cute. I'm like, if I had kids, that would be my baby. That would be literally the number one baby plane. The one, the number one baby on the plane. If they had like golden stars for good babies, I think that baby would have gotten it. <laughs> Shout out to that baby. Um, okay, so (laughs) this is something that I learned. So this isn't something that annoys me about traveling, but this is something, but I'm an African, so I really can't, it's against my, um, it's against my spirit to do this, but this is something that I think I should do and I should learn. Just because you get 23 kgs doesn't mean you need to use all 23 kgs especially if you don't have a ride home confirmed. This is something that I, this is a bitter lesson that I learn every single time I travel. You don't have to use the maximum allocated amount. In fact, try to use less, try to pack light. But you know, like when you be going to Africa and shit, you're like, oh, but my little cousin may need this. Oh, but my auntie may want that. Oh, but I'll probably need this. And you know, like the things just accumulate and then you usually end up overweight. So this time when I went, I had like 23 kgs and I was like, I'm not going to need all of that. But somehow I almost made it. I had 20.3 kgs. 
And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, I don't even know. So, but I had to carry like some luxuries, <laughs> like tissue, which I didn't end up needing because they said that you needed tissue. I also carried pop as in yeah, Coca-Cola and lemonade because they said they run out of drinks, but they actually, they had drinks, but I don't like, um, I don't like cheap cola. I don't want to be a snob about it, but it's either Coca-Cola or nothing at all. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't even really fuck with Pepsi. Like, I'm not even going to lie. This is not a sponsor. (laughs) I don't even fuck with Pepsi. Like, I just, if I'm going to drink Coca-Cola, it should be Coke. Like, that's just how I feel about it. All of this other stuff, I I don't love it, right? And I don't like diet, like, pop either. Like, that taste of aspartame, A, it tastes like cancer, B, I don't like it. So, um... I carried those so that added to the weight but oh man so not gonna get into why I didn't have a ride home but um <laughs> when you have to carry your 23 kg bag up a flight of stairs then you will actually learn the lesson that you don't need all that shit like I really didn't need to carry the book that I didn't read oh that's another thing that I've learned I need to stop carrying books when I go on vacation because I never get a chance to read them, right? Like, I just genuinely don't because I'm on vacation. I always think I'm going to sit at the beach, sit at the pool and read. But honestly, when I'm on vacation, I kind of want to sit at the beach, take pictures, drink a little bit and just relax and maybe watch something because I don't watch things a lot. So like, that's what I want to do. So I think I may stop taking books if I'm going for less than a week. Yeah, that's my new rule. Um... Okay, (laughs) the next thing that I learned was um, don't uh, start an argument with your rides to the airport before an airport run. So if somebody's taking you to the airport, it's your job to be as nice as possible to that person so that um, there's no tension or confusion about how you're getting dropped off or picked up. (laughs) That should literally be another episode on itself. Do not piss people off that you need a favor from. Like, do not do that. And um, on that topic, I would just say, like, yo, man, them are, like, wild. <laughs> ah, let me swiftly move on. Oh, this is the last thing that annoys me. I know I jumped from what annoys me to what I've learned, but still, this annoys me. I think people should shut the fuck up when the announcements are being made, A, at the airport, B, on the go train because a some of us are actually trying to listen to what's being announced and you like talking over the announcement is really really annoying and frustrating because i can't hear and we some of us need to hear what's happening so i think people should be polite enough to be quiet when announcements are being made about like hey this is the last call for abc People should be quiet when the announcement is being made for how to put on our fucking life jackets by the stewardesses I don't know, air hostesses. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know what the polite name is anymore. The people on the plane, right? When they're making their little announcement and fastening their little jackets and showing us how to blow in case of emergency, I think everybody should shut the fuck up. If you've already, if you've already heard it, then you don't need to hear it. Put your earphones in, right? But if you've not, like, there's other people on the plane that haven't heard it and there's no reason for you to be, like, talking over the people giving the announcement, especially if you're sitting right in front of them, right? Like, because... You're sitting right in front of them. Other people are trying to listen. Like, 
you're being an asshole. Although I've seen in other planes, they have it on a little private TV, so then it's not really a thing. But if it is, like, come on, just shut up. If there's an announcement being made, I think as society, we've decided that we're going to listen to the announcement. You may know the announcement, but other people don't know the announcement. So those are the things that I, those were the highs and lows of Cuba. Those are the things that I've realized annoy me at the airport. And those are the little things that I've learned about flying, not just this trip, but in other trips. Um, let me think, what else can I say about Cuba? Um, I felt like the people in Mexico were not as friendly, but I felt like the Cuban people were a little bit more friendly. They were a little bit, I don't give a fuck more, but, um, they seemed more friendly, I would say. You know how some people can be, I don't give a fuck, but they're not, they're not giving like off vibes. I feel like they were giving less off vibes. Um, what else can I say? What else can I say about Cuba? Mm, oh, yes. Believe it, guys. The food was shitty. Like, the food was so fucking shitty. Like, I don't want to... I didn't eat a single ripe plantain. I don't understand how that can be on a Caribbean island. I, I just don't get it. Um, the first two, three days that I was there, they didn't have ketchup. Um, I don't know what that's about. Um, because, okay... For me, in Zimbabwe, when we don't have things like, let's say they may not have Heinz. Actually, they do have Heinz in Zimbabwe, I'm pretty sure. But when they don't have Heinz, they have like a locally made tomato sauce, right? So whatever they don't have that's like international, they have a local equivalent. But it kind of seems like in Cuba, they don't have a local equivalent. I don't know if that's because they're on an island or because of the political situation in Cuba. But it kind of didn't really make sense. It seemed a little bit like they have less stuff than we do in Zim. And it's like, yo, that's Zim. Like, but then I guess, I don't know. Like, I would have to probably do the work to find out if the sanctions in Zim and Cuba are similar, different, or how it works. Because another thing, too, is um, people were tipping in Canadian coins, right? But they can't take coins to the bank. So then they would be asking everybody, hey, can you take our coins so that they can change it to um, to Canadian notes? And I think that they have a preference for Canadian dollars over US dollars. I think maybe it's difficult to change US dollars. I don't know. Um, there seemed to be something weird going on with the currency. I actually didn't even see a Cuban dollar. Wait, I saw somebody changing it. But I wasn't sure what the money was and I looked and I was like oh it must be Cuban dollars but I actually didn't touch a single Cuban dollar like while I was there which is interesting it's, um um what else what else can I say about that trip um uh what can I say what can I say what can I say I don't know I think that was a pretty long decent episode um I'm hoping because I had a plan. I'm hoping to visit a new country every year. But you know what? Because I missed some during the pandemic, I'm hoping that I will be able to fit in another country, another island before the end of the year. But we'll see how that goes. But I don't know. The solo, my for my first solo travel, to be fair, like I made friends so fast. It didn't feel like I was solo, like at all. There's only one day that I kind of did my own thing. So it didn't feel very solo. Like I was almost, um, 
I wouldn't say I was exhausted, but a little bit. It felt like I'd gone away with people because I guess I quickly immersed myself in the group. But um, that's how we do a Tea Thoughts podcast, you know? We immerse ourselves in the people. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs>